Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. The alcohol industry has no place in Irish secondary schools. That's according to the Irish Community Action and Alcohol Network, which is today launching a new initiative to challenge the influence of the industry in everyday lives. Spokesperson for the group, Paula Leonard, says teaching teenagers how to safely consume alcohol in school schools normalises the habit. And I probably wouldn't disagree with it, by the way. With the Irish children as young as 13 years of age having their first alcoholic drink and almost uh, one in five 12 to 14-year-olds having reported being drunk, can you believe that? One in five 12 to 14-year-olds reported having been drunk. The need to educate and inform young people about alcohol is a social imperative and priority. And research commissioned by Drink Aware with 200 junior cycle third-year students, which are, what are they, about 15 years of age, indicates that over half are limited in their knowledge of alcohol use, while 61% reported being very interested in learning more, of course they did, about how to stay safe and alcohol-free. I, I kind of get the impression from this that, and I have to say, I would agree with this uh, lady, Paula Leonard, when she talks from the Community Action uh, on Alcohol Network. She believes that talking to kids in school about alcohol normalises the habit. And I kind of tend to agree with her. I mean, look, I want to ask you, would you allow your teenager to drink alcohol? Under your supervision, by the way. Uh, there have been arguments made in the past that if parents allowed their children to drink alcohol in their presence then a said teenager would have wouldn't have the curiosity to go out and do it illegally on a you know in the middle of a field somewhere. However, others believe that allowing them to drink in your presence is actually, I suppose, giving them the green light to drink with their friends. I want to know what you think of parents who allow their teenagers to drink alcohol. This idea of educating children to drink. You know, oh I prefer if he does it under my own roof. Wouldn't that be a lot better than him doing it out with his mates behind a field somewhere? <sighs> Well, he shouldn't be doing it in the field with his mates in the first place, either at 15 years of age, or she. So I don't know whether it's a good thing for parents to go, oh, well, it's all right, my 15-year-old drinks, but I'm there and he's only allowed one bottle or two bottles. And I'll be there now, so I'm supervising it. I'd rather he did it in the house. He knows that, or she knows that. I don't know if that's a good thing. So today I want to know, is teaching your children, or should we be teaching children about alcohol, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, you know, someone that lets them do it is, you know, is it a good thing or a bad thing to essentially teach your children about alcohol? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Kira, Kira, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Kira? Getting back to alcohol. Hello, Kira. Are you there? Okay, I've lost you. Are you there, Kira? Unfortunately not. Okay, I'll come back to care in a second. Okay, the reason we're talking about this is according to the Irish Community Action on Alcohol Network, they're basically saying that they disagree. The spokesperson for the group, Paula Leonard, disagrees with the idea of teaching teenagers about safe consumption of alcohol because she believes it normalises the habit. Um, and, you know, there has been research commissioned, as I said, by Drink Aware about junior cycle students. And I'm quite shocked, by the way, to see some of the research. Uh, it says here, with Irish children as thirteen, as young as 13 years of age having their first alcoholic beverage, uh, one in five 12 to 14-year-olds have reported being drunk. So there's an argument about, should you teach children to drink responsibly at a young age, or should you ignore it and try and stop them from drinking altogether until the age of 18? Now, remember, the age of 18 is a guideline, essentially, if you know what I mean. Um, 
like the law doesn't state that you, it's, people are confused about the law in Ireland. There is no law in Ireland against drinking alcohol under the age of 18. Did you know that? Absolutely none. You can drink whatever you want under the age of 18. There's no law against it. There's a law against purchasing alcohol under the age of 18. So in other words, if you want your 15-year-old or 14-year-old to drink in the house under your supervision, similar to the way they might do in France, a glass of wine at dinner, and teach them to res- drink responsibly, well, they can do that. Uh, the number is 87 But is it a good idea? Let me go to Kira. Kira, you're an Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Kira? Hi, Niall. Good. Kira. now you have a 16-year-old. Yes. Okay, and would she drink alcohol? Well, so lately she's been asking me, um, and I say for Christmas now and stuff, we got in her favourite drinks or whatever she wanted to try, and she might have one, and then we'd say, oh, would you like another one? She's like, no, you know, so I think the more mm-hmm. I let her, okay, so, she doesn't. Well, so, so, like so, so for special occasions, yeah. your argument is, well, you would rather her do it with you present yeah. and do it responsibly yeah. than do it somewhere where you're not present and yeah, something happens to her. Like some of her friends, they ask their parents and they say, no way, and they go do it anyway. And why as a parent, and by the way, I, I'm not having a go at you judging you, right? Yeah. But, but why as a parent would you just not say to her, well, listen, no, you're, like as my father and mother would have said to me, you're not 16 yet, you can't drink alcohol. Or you're not 18 yet, you can't drink alcohol. That's the law. And they would just um, say that to me. Well, I think they're they're going to do it anyway and you're better to maybe be around them doing this and not being the one to always say no. Like my parents would say, no, absolutely not, no way, when I was growing up. And do you think it made a difference? Did you did you go out and drink on the slide then? Oh, yeah, I used to sneak out and everything and go because <laughs> I wasn't allowed. <laughs> In the middle of a field somewhere with your mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, th- there is an argument, and I understand the argument, your argument is to teach them to do it responsibly. So in, the, in other words, when they get to 18, they don't suddenly start drinking loads and loads. And do it irresponsibly. Yeah. Uh, but the other argument is, is that you wouldn't let a child do anything. Like, you, you wouldn't, sir, say, for example, it's illegal to drive under the age of 18. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say, come on, I bring you around the block here and you can drive the car for the crack. You know what I mean? You yeah, wouldn't do no. that. Do you understand no. what I'm saying? So you, we have ages on things because we believe that's the age of maturity for doing that things, be it whatever it's 16 for smoking nowadays, isn't it, I think? Yeah. 18 for alcohol, 18 for yeah. driving, 18 for yeah. voting. So we believe a person is an adult at 18 years of age and alcohol affects children, which mm-hmm. essentially, you know, a 16-year-old or 15-year-old is, differently to the way it affects adults. Mm-hmm. But it's coming back to the driving. I am teaching her to drive, but in a field. Mm-hmm. not Just not out on the road. So. Yeah, in a field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I learned to drive on the beach. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that anymore. Most beaches now, you're not allowed to drive on. Yeah, no, you're not. No. I was brought down to Dollymount Beach in a Renault 4. You, you wouldn't remember Renault no. 4, Cara, do you? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it used to have the gears on the dashboard. It was the weirdest oh looking car you've ever come across in your life. That's when I learned to drive. But no, see, I, I wasn't a problem for my parents when it came to alcohol because I didn't drink. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. I did smoke, unfortunately, yeah. but yeah. I didn't drink. Yeah. Uh, and and what is her reaction? And Does she ever get drunk, by the way? No, she's never. She'd just be laughing. No, oh, I'll have a hangover tomorrow, but she never actually gets that far because she doesn't. I think the fact I'm saying, yeah, she doesn't. Mm. And how many bottles would she drink? Um, I suppose the most she's ever had would be two or three, would be cans of yeah. uh, Copperberg would be her. Oh, right. That's her drink of choice, is it? Yeah, yeah. She likes because it's sweet. It's not really. Yeah, of course. It's like an alcohol like pop, more or less, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah like and would you buy her drink? Would you buy her drink yourself? Well, you'd yeah, have to because she like doesn't have money. For yeah. Christmas, we picked out what we wanted and she picked it out with us. Like, and we bought it for her, yeah. 
Okay, and what do you say to people who, and I'm not saying it to you, but people yeah. will say, oh, I don't know, that's a bit irresponsible, isn't it, buying your 16-year-old alcohol? Um, I, like, no one has ever actually said it to me, so... Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure they'll say it to me in the next half an hour, but no, probably, <laughs> probably. Kira, listen. Thanks very much indeed. Appreciate your call today. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. Numbers zero eight seven one double eight travel zero eight. Is it responsible or irresponsible to buy your fifteen or sixteen year old alcohol? Let me know what you think. Oh eight seven one double eight travel zero eight. Karen, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Karen? I'm good. Nine on yourself. Grand. Now, Karen, you used to let your fifteen and fifteen to sixteen year old drink. Yeah. Yeah. So. um when, like, say, she's 24 now, but when she was, we were on holiday, and we thought, like, at the time, you know, if she's drinking in front of us, she's not going to head off with her friends. Um, and we're out on holiday in Sudo, and we give her, you know, the alcohol pops, like Cardi Breeze or, or whatever, like, there's only 1.5 units of alcohol in the in the box. Right. And we allow her two of those, and that was it. But, it, see, and the argument that if you let her drink in front of you or, you know, under your supervision, yeah. she won't drink with her mates, but she's probably going to drink with her mates as well. Well, she did. She did, like, I mean, yeah. she was always, the only thing I will say, like, looking back, would I allow her now? No, in hindsight. But the only thing I will say is when we did allow her, she always told us. She would say, I'm going to my friend's house. There's going to be drink there. I'm going to have a few. Now, that is the only thing that I will say that because we didn't say no, no, point blank. She was very, very good to tell us. You know what I mean? She'd say, I'm going to... Roisin's down the roads um, party at her 18, so she's going to be allowed to drink, I'm going to have. And we would always say, have a few, and that's it. Yeah. Put it off. And, and she did. But, like, in hindsight, then, her sister, her sister was allowed, I'd say, her sister was nearly 17 when she was allowed to have a few at home because we just, we thought the, the first child was always kind of in an older age group. She always yes. hung out with older yeah. people. And then her sister then was always with a much younger crowd. So, by the so time she different maturity baby, levels, yeah. Yeah, so she was she was seventeen when she was allowed. But then when my twins run up their boys, I, I didn't allow them simply because at that stage then the girls were kinda of going out, there was arguments in the house about right. it. You okay. know, they were kinda of coming in very, very drunk or very argumentative yeah. or trying to get them to leave a pub and you're saying, I'm outside, come out and you know when you have a few drinks and you don't want the party to finish <laughs> and that's very much how they were. Do you know what I mean? So then the boys but, but do, you, do, do you think, you know, and going back to this particular research that was done and in relation to the, the suggestion that we should be teaching children about alcohol in schools, uh, this girl Paula Leonard says teaching uh, teenagers how to safely consume alcohol in schools normalises the habit. Now, but that's it, exactly. now you can look at that in a negative or a positive way, by the way. You know? Um, no, I'm... Sorry, I uh, no, I agree with Paula 100%. It does, it does teach that, like, you know, drinking is inevitable. That's what it's teaching. It is It is teaching. It's inevitable. It's like you turn around to girls, young girls, and you say to girls, you must check yourself for this. But that's what drink, that's saying you, this is how you drink. This is how you drink responsibly. See, I'm, good, I'm curious the way, by the way, I, I'm, I'm reading this here and it says the spokesperson for the group, Paula Leonard, says teaching children or teaching teenagers how to safely consume alcohol in school normalises the habit. Now, I'm, cons- I'm curious as to whether that's whether she's saying that in a negative or a positive way. It does seem to be, it comes across negative. Maybe she means it in a positive way that it normalises it. Well, but I, 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 but maybe I, I, I do believe it myself it's negative. Yeah. Sorry? 
I would look at it as a negative because it's it's sort of like saying, you know what I mean? It's sort of just saying this is going to happen in your life and you're going to drink and then there is no such thing as being So you might as well start now, so. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. I learn to do it, like, you know, and and this is no offence and no judgment on the last lady that was speaking there. But, like, Copperberg is actually, even though it is sweet, it is actually one of the strongest ciders on the market. Is it? It's 5.3%. Oh gosh, you know no, your alcohol. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue. I didn't even yeah. know Copperberg was so, a was a cider. There you go. Well, it is. So yeah, it is. It's a mixed fruit cider. It is very, very sweet. But three cans of that is eleven units, which is classed as binge drinking for mm-hmm. women. Yeah, and the problem and is we have a you yeah. know we have a huge problem in this country now um, with women drinking. And I, by the way, yeah. Well, let me let me put this into context. We now have a huge increase in young girls between the age of 30 and 40 years of age presenting in hospitals with liver problems due to alcohol, where that was always just a thing that men got. Now we're seeing a huge increase of women getting it, which is not a good thing, by the way. I know women, there was a time where women used to sit at the other side of the pub and they drink half glasses where the men would be drinking pints. So, and that's all changed now with equality and everything else. But but maybe that wasn't such a good thing in that sense that now we have women drinking just as much as men, which is too much. You know what I mean? Well, what what I've seen, like, say, obviously when I I was young and when I was going out, we drank. I mean, we did. We, we, we had the old flag and a cider of 10 of us down the back of a field and we drank. And mm. I mean, I'm not going to ever, I've never said to my kids, no, I never touched it. Yeah. But that's what we did. But when my kids at the same age were going places, they had money, they had jobs, and it was pre-drinks at a house. And it, it's drinking in a way that adults don't tend to drink in. You know, you're talking, someone will come in with 10 cans of Red Bull and they'll have a, a litre of vodka and they'll make their Jaeger bombs. Yeah, that's and it's called. That, they call and, it and prinking, a, don't they? Prinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, pre-drinking and like that's the pre-drinks, and then they go out and drinking all night, and they don't ever seem to go a night without doing shots. And like I said it to my girls, I said like you're ruining your livers, and they just laugh at me, just go, "Ma'am, you're just older, old-fashioned now." Like you're just, yeah, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, because you're not able. To you're not cool ma'am. anymore, ma. Yeah. Yeah, and you see, I, I gave up drinking. Then last year, I gave up drinking for six months. Um, I've only just recently had two nights out where I had alcohol again and and I'm there now I'm going out this weekend no alcohol is going to be consumed See here's the thing right for years obviously we're we're educating people around not smoking and rightly so right but alcohol kills indirectly and directly more people every year than cigarette smoke alright yet we seem to I suppose we seem to glorify it in some way. We, I mean, everything we do revolves around alcohol in this country. Everything. I mean, the, look, the biggest event of alcohol is happening ne- next week, of course, which is St. Patrick's Day. Everybody will be yeah. hammered, you know? Yes. Oh, by the way, somebody, somebody texted in and says, oh, should I actually put it on the screen? Uh, Copperberg reduced their alcohol content. Uh, it used to be 5.3, but now it's 4%. All right, okay, I stand corrected then. I didn't realise. Ah, that's okay. That's okay. You can't can't be perfect, Karen. Still, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but still be classed as high enough if you're drinking three of them. Do you know, like, I don't consider three cans binge drinking. But if you had to go by the guidelines, it actually is. You're oh well, if I had, if I had two cans of that now, I'd be on my ear because I don't drink. But, but oh, stay, <laughs> stay there for a second. Let me just go to Ushin as well. Ushin, listen to Karen. Sounds like a very sensible woman. Yes, there was a time she would have done it, but certainly now she wouldn't encourage you know the, this idea of responsible drinking in front of your parents at sixteen years of age. Would you do it, Ushin? No, I, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Or I'm ten years sober. Okay, so were you an alcoholic, Ushin? I still am. Unfortunately, oh, okay. if you okay. know what I mean. I, I, I now when I'm here, let me stop you for a second there. See this, I know, I know it's the way they teach people, but to see this idea that you're always an alcoholic, right? 
I don't. I just don't personally agree with that because I think it puts a stigma on you. Because if I gave up smoking tomorrow, tomorrow I would consider myself a non-smoker. I wouldn't be going on for the rest of my life saying I'm a smoker. So when you're an alcoholic and you give it up, I know every day is a challenge and I know every day you could turn into an alcoholic again. But for that time, can you not just tap yourself on the back and say, I'm not an alcoholic? Oh, no, I do. I do now, in fairness, I do. And as you rightly said, you know, you have to be careful. You know, I limit myself to functions and whatnot if I'm going out. I can stay at a pub for two or three hours. After that, I'm out. And is the temptation still there 10 years later, yeah? A little bit, but I'll be honest with you, you know, with my kids being 14 and 12, I don't think they want to see me going back to that way again. No, no, and that probably destroyed your life at the time as well. Yeah, you know, so with my children, you know, they have asked me, um, Mm -hmm. and I've been very... You know, I've been very upfront, but not brutally upfront. Okay, so when your kids come to you at 15 or 16 years of age and say, Dad, can I have a bottle of beer tonight in the house for Christmas or whatever? Birthdays. Like me, me son would be, what, 15 15 this year? Okay. The answer straight away would be no. Right. Now, not because of the sins of the father, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, But, you know, you could pass that trade on down. Now, look, he's going to try it at some stage. Why why do we always say that? Not necessarily. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, we always assume they're going to be drinkers. This is it. This is it. No, no, I've been very careful with them. I've said, you know, moderation. If you're out with your mates and one of your mates has a can and they pass it around, don't take it. You know, it doesn't mean you're not cool. Don't go under peer pressure. You know, I smoke, unfortunately. And I said the same thing with cigarettes. I said someone's going to put something on you. And, you know, just because you don't take it, it doesn't mean you're not cool. It just means you're, you know, you're a bit smarter. Ireland is an unbelievable place because as a non-drinker, when I go anywhere, you know, and, you know, I, I very rarely would go into a pub because I don't like them, right? Yeah. But if, when I worked at the clubs and when I used to go to weddings or whatever it happened to be, and you'd be standing at a bar and I'd be standing there getting me Red Bull or me Coke or whatever it is, and you'd meet someone you know. Irish people are unbelievable. They always go, will you have a drink? And you yeah, go, no, I, I, I know you're grand, I don't drink. I'll go I on, you'll have one, one anyway. <laughs> I go on, yeah. I, I don't actually drink. But you go on, you'll have one anyway. It's like Mrs. Doyle, you know, with the you cup know, of tea. Go on, go on, go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, she'll have one. She'll have one anyway, will you? <laughs> Will you have just the one? Will you join me for just the one? Or even have, even just a quick one, a quick one. Yeah, a quick one. Just join me for the one. You know, you know I don't bloody drink. Yeah, We're no, like pushers no. for alcohol in this country. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, look, to be honest with you, I have said to my children, they're already 14 and 12, I've said, look, that day will come, but you've got to drink responsibly. Mm. You, you just, I, I, trying to put that on, on, on your children's shoulders is very hard. Because is there such thing as drinking responsibly? When, I mean, realistically, really, no. I mean, there's no level of alcohol is good for your health. Let's be clear about that. Mm. So uh, alcohol is not good. Although years ago, they used to say doctors would recommend a pint of Guinness a day is good, lots of protein. But there's better ways of getting protein than drinking Guinness. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, have some broccoli or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, I mean, is there any safe level of alcohol? No, I mean, it's not good for your health, period. No, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're happy having, you know, a can or two here or there, that's fine. You know, but if you go all day with me, I used to drink 16, 17 cans a day. It's like I say, I'll only, I'll only have one smoke a day. So that's going to be grand. That's responsible yeah, yeah, that's smoking. Work. That's yeah. responsible smoking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you hear some people, I'm, no, I'm, I'm only a casual smoker. I'll have one when I'm out. I'll have one or two cigarettes when I'm out on a Saturday night. And I go, why? Is that supposed to be okay then? Yeah. yeah you, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're still a smoker then. Um, yeah. You know, but no, no, I have said to my children, you know, I genuinely have. I've said, look, you know, it led me down dark roads and thankfully I've come back from it. You know, no, no, I'm, I'm glad to see that, I've seen uh, No, no, Jenny, it's, it's, no, it's not about that. I, I'm just more concerned. As I said to him before, I said, everybody will try it and they'll go a bit over the top. We've all done it. Yeah. And you, you wake up with a hangover, you're sick, you know, you oh, never doing that again. You know, next weekend you're back out with your mates. Yeah, you know, do you think do you think as parents in this country we're bad parents because we grew up, 
you know, in a country that kind of seems to embrace alcohol. Do you think we're we're kind of a bad influence on our children? So, like, if, if, to be honest, if you look at my fridge, there's more food. There's no beer. Yeah. No, That's how it should be, by the way. There's no wine, there's no vodka, there's no nothing. My house is an alcohol-free house. So yeah. you can open the fridge. Now, you know, you can My dad used to have, like, presses of bottles of wine and vodka yeah, and whiskey yeah. and Jemisons yeah. or whatever, gin and all sorts of things. Brandy for me, mother. Oh, no, yeah, or Blue Nun. Blue, blue Remember Blue, blue Nun? Nun. <laughs> Jesus. The stuff was like... Evil. And then my me, me brother, who's since passed away, my brother, he used to always... Uh, if he was left on his own in the, in the house... My father had come back and all of a sudden the vodka tasted quite diluted. Oh, not to my own father. I'll just have, a, I'll just have a, a whiskey here. What the hell is going on? Yeah, and she said, <laughs> he ta- he'd drink half the bottle and pour water into it. I, I did all that. I, I wore that T-shirt about 50 million times. Right. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Angela as well. Angela, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Angela? Hi, Nile. How are you? Do, uh, now, in relation to alcohol, I mean, Oshina says no level of alcohol really under the age of 18. After that, obviously, it's their own choice. But uh, he wouldn't agree with supervised drinking at all. Oh, do you know what? It absolutely drives me cuckoo. What does? I, I really, it drives me mad to hear. Oh, do you know, yeah, but my 15-year-olds and my 16-year-olds, they're allowed a couple of cans, but it's in front of me. Yeah, and you yeah. honestly think that they do not do that behind your back? Mm-hmm. Do you honestly think that they don't go upstairs with more cans and more drink? and Out of the field I with their mates? Yeah, and yeah. I absolutely, I have to say it now, it's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting to let your 14, I know a 14-year-old who was allowed drink in front oh, of their no. parents. 14, 15, 16, 17. Absolutely not. No way. And this is where the pre- Prinking, whatever they call it. Prinking, isn't it? Yeah. Did you, by the way, Angela, are you, you're a drinker, aren't you? You'd have a few drinks. Um, yeah. Okay, did you drink when, when you were under 18? Yes, you did. My first drink was at my graduation in March. My dad bought it for me and I was 18 in okay, July. Okay, fair enough. I, I know. Oh, she was raiding his dad's press. I was. Yeah, everyone, 16, everyone I knew went mm. drinking. You know, I go out with them. I just, I just never drank. So I you were like a good drink. girl, were you? Oh Jesus, no! I <laughs> you were very. Were well, you well I behaved? Smoked, <laughs> well, I smoked from age of eleven. Uh-huh. So my thing was smoking, and by God, I tell you, I was far from good. But I just the drinking thing. Now, when I when I kind of hit eighteen, I went bonkers. Mm. I did, you know. Yeah. But I just see. So this, so this is the argument people make, right? That if your parents had have allowed you or encouraged you to drink supervised at 16, that you wouldn't yeah. have went bonkers when you were 18. This is the argument they make, by the way. This is hilarious, Niall. So you honestly <laughs> think that because you sit your child down and say, OK, you can have a couple of cans here, you can have a couple of cans there. And then yeah, after yeah. you're 18, that they go out and sit in the pub and go, I'm only going to have one or two drinks now. Because that's what that's I was trained to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. That's, that's what mommy and daddy said. Not a hope. And that's where prinking comes in is because, especially the last two years, kids are inside, they're drinking, they're allowed mm. this, they're allowed that. So now, at the age of 17, because you you will get that age out in pubs and clubs and everything, they have a couple of drinks before they go out with mommy and daddy in the house, and then they'll go out and get totally blocked. And in, yeah. oh, By the way, Oshin, yeah. when did you become an alcoholic? What age were you? Oh, do you know something? It really kicked off when I, I'd finished my apprenticeship as an electrician. So it would have, honestly, I didn't start smoking until I was about 21. 
Okay. Right? Never touch one. But Kevin Street was laced with cigarette smoke. It was like four feet thick in the room. I was actually late to start smoking. Well, when I say for at the time, I was 16 or 17. Most right. of my mates were smoking at 12. Yeah, 20, mm. 21, 22 is when the drink really, really took hold. And at the peak of it, what age would you have been at the peak? Uh, what am I now, 47 this year. So you were 36, 37 at the peak. 36, 37. That's and how much were you spending a week on alcohol? You know something, I wouldn't even like to imagine. Okay. Were you, I know, honestly, were you I drinking every single day, yeah? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Now, uh, was, no, it, was it spirits or was it beer? Everything. Now, for, funny enough, if someone sat beside me with a vodka or a whiskey, I actually want to vomit. I, I had a guy on here on the air one day, and I didn't know whether to believe him or not, but I actually did believe him because he seemed so sincere. His alcoholism was so bad that when he had no money, he went to Bowmount Hospital and he squirted the hand sanitizer into little containers oh, and drank it. I've, no, I've never, oh no, I've, no, I've never done that. God, that's, no that's how desperate he became because of course it's methylated spirits. That's how yeah. desperate he became uh, oh, when, no. he, when he had no money. No, I, unfortunately I stole off friends and family. Mm, right, okay. And that, that, was, that was the lowest part. Stealing off your brothers and sisters, your parents, your grandparents. Yeah, anything to get it, to feed anything the to get Anything to get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything to get it. And that's just my fear for my children. That's yeah, well, I mean, look. You know what I mean? The, the, the alcoholic, you know, I know the alcoholic is the victim as well to some degree, although they make a choice. But the victims, the real victims are the family and friends. This is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. I do, I, I look, I'll put it very simply. I just don't want to see them going through that. Now, hopefully yeah. they never do. But I, I'm not well, look, look the chances are slim, hopefully, of them ever going through that because, you know, it would but, be unlikely. Sorry, Angela, yeah. Oh, sorry. But no, that, that, that's what you're enabling. That's what you're enabling. Yeah. yeah, alcoholism. Yeah. It's alcoholism. You're, you're telling, like even a 16-year-old, you're telling a 16-year-old, okay, so we sit down and have, well, what you realize is, okay, 16-year-old having two cans, that's, that's, that's unbelievable. I'm looking at some of the, well, well, hang on, look at this text. My 12-year-old son almost uh, lost his life drinking straight vodka. He didn't know what the effect was. Um, that's what he told me when he eventually woke up. I stopped drinking two and a half years ago after that happened. Uh, yeah, it's a shock to the system. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine coming home and finding your 12-year-old off oh, hell his no. head. Hell no. Well, Absolutely I know. Um, and, and, uh, and, you're, and she's right. Alcohol poison, if he drank a bottle of vodka, uh, alcohol poison could kill him. Oh, brain damage, swelling in the brain, liver damage, kidney disease, everything. Mm-hmm. But it's not even that, Niall. I know a guy where I... Your line is breaking up a bit, Angela. Move your head or run into another room or something. Sorry, is go ahead. Is that better? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, better? yeah. Um, I... No. <laughs> well, Sheen, if you were the producer of this show, what would you be saying to me right now? Sort Angela's line out immediately. Take a half an hour break off or something. <laughs> That's a good idea. Thank you very much indeed, Oshin. On that note, I'll play just one or two audio bits here as well. They'll come in on WhatsApp as well. No, it is irresponsible to be buying people that uh, drink at that age. Um, no, it is irresponsible. I don't agree with it. Um, my 17-year-old, like, he won't touch a drink unless I tell him it's okay. Now, he says when he's 18, he said he might try and see what it's like, which I don't think he will like drink because I never drank in my life. I'm hoping he goes that way. But um, he has the respect to actually like, not touch a drink until I say it's okay. But, you know, as I said, when he's 18, he can do what he wants. I'm just hoping he goes down my route. But I can't tell him what to do at that age. Cheers, pal. Hi, Niall. So, does that law, or lack of law, mean that I can bring my seven-year-old into the pub, buy him a pint of Guinness, and sit 
at the counter and drink a pint of Guinness with my seven-year-old because I bought it. Sounds crazy. No, because it's illegal to have your child consuming alcohol on a licensed premises. You can see he can consume alcohol in your house under your supervision. There isn't, as far as I know, I got asked and just check that actually. I know there's no law against a teenager drinking in the house, for example, because that allows teenagers, for example, to drink a glass of wine after dinner, etc., etc. So the law states that you can't purchase alcohol or a place, a licensed premises. You're not allowed onto a licensed premises or a place uh, where you can purchase alcohol under the age of 18. Now, you can be on a licensed premises up to nine o'clock as a child, as long as you're not drinking alcohol, of course. But um, I'm not too sure what the lower age is in relation to drinking at home. I'll get Ashley to check it there because see, the laws on the, the Liquor Licensing Act is extremely old. Anyway, I've got a little bit of audio here to play. Hey, Niall, just a quick one there on the drinking. Our daughter, when she was 16, and her friend, um, we brought them on holiday with the younger kids. And we went to the pub for a lunch and they said, can we have our first drink? And I had checked with the other girl's mum and she had said, she had said, yes, that's okay. Mm-hmm. They got a bottle, a big bottle of cider each. And judging by the way they drank it, they sculled it down. Oh it obviously wasn't their first drink. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.